2: It's been a wild ride. And now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The big take
3: from
1: Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world.
4: We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin.
1: And I'm David Gurra. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Wow. Dr. Robert Malone went on Joe Rogan and set the world on fire, or... Did he? Because he got censored. We're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about January 6th. Yes, I'm back. I'm live. Let's do it on I'm Right. I'm Jesse Kelly. Welcome to I'm Right. It's time for some COVID communism. Okay. It's back. I'm back i'm right is back I, i had a little vacation i had a little vacation and i know i understand you're only human you missed me you were probably just flipping through the channels every single night dying for somebody to bring you the news and entertainment the way i do and i understand that but i had to take a little vacation now i'm back in the chair so no worries no fear jesse's here all right that's enough of that nonsense Let's talk about what's going on in the world. There's been a lot, right? There's been a lot, but let's talk about something I've definitely noticed as I was on vacation browsing the news, as one does. As I was on vacation browsing the news, I've really, really noticed something happening. I'm sure you've probably seen it too. There appears to be major, major shifts happening in the information, the COVID information, the system is giving you, the COVID guidance the system is giving you. They almost seem to be telling the truth a little bit backing off a little bit might be a better way to put it the cdc it's no longer 10 days it's fine day five days uh but, all right the cloth mask it, it doesn't work uh maybe this uh, maybe we should back off i saw someone came out today and said did you know losing weight that'll actually help you fight covid so they're coming out and saying things everyone with a brain, you, me, everyone with a brain knew two years ago. We knew very, very early on the evidence was everywhere. If you were too fat, COVID was going to attack you hard. I'm not a doctor. I don't know the reasons for that, but there was evidence all over the place of that. People who who were too heavy, they really, really struggled with it. We knew that COVID went after old people. We knew that early. Now they're just discovering it. We knew the lockdowns didn't work. You knew they didn't work. They're acting like this is news. We knew that stupid little the little paper-thin mask they give you at the airport to put on when you forgot your mask, as I always do. We knew it didn't do anything. Now they're all saying, well, I mean, these cloth masks aren't really any good. So th- what's happening out there now? Well, here's what's happening. It's, it's complicated because I'm about to go into this long interview, this outstanding interview, credit to him, Joe Rogan did, with Dr. Robert Malone, you know, the inventor of the mRNA the inventor of it he did a long long interview with him we're going to go over some highlights but before we go into that I want you to understand what you're seeing and why you're seeing it right now the Biden administration they well the the left in general the communists in America they needed death and misery to pile up while Donald Trump was president so they could win an election and you also have to remember this the communists may be vicious and aggressive but the communist is also very, very dumb. And he's actually subject to his own propaganda. Yeah, they wanted everyone to die under Donald Trump. But at the same time, they were banking on this vaccine. If they could beat Donald Trump, then the vaccine, Joe Biden would get credit for it and it would fix everybody. It would fix everything. And then it would look like Joe Biden came in and what did he say? I'll stop the virus, I'll shut down the virus. You remember we played you that clip a bunch? Okay, well, there's wishing and then there's reality. Joe Biden gets elected and something's not working. I mean, I don't want to say what's not working. I don't know. But we have more COVID deaths in 2021 than Trump had in 2020 without, without a vaccine. So Something's not working out. Something's not working out at all. And people are starting to ask questions. People eventually get to the point where they ask questions. Okay, you told me if I wore a mask, it would help. It didn't help. You told me if I got a vaccine that I wouldn't get or spread coronavirus, but now I got coronavirus and I'm spreading coronavirus. I don't understand. Okay, now I have to get a booster. All right, that didn't work. Now you're recommending a fourth booster. What, what, what's happening out there? People are starting to ask questions. People are starting to wake up. And the truth is you've been on top of this. I've been on top of this, but man... They have a lot to wake up to. There's one thing about this. Before we go into the rest of the interview, I did want to play this little part of it. There's one thing about this I'll still marvel at to this day. Right when they announced 15 days to slow the spread and governors and mayors, everyone go home, shut down your business. You're not essential. You are essential. Right when they did that, I remember screaming, screaming on my shows, um, whatever you think about lockdowns, that's not even legal. You're not allowed, as the president, governor, senator, mayor, this is America, this is not China. You're not allowed to point at a business and say, you're not essential, close. You you can't do that. You don't have the authority to do that in this country. Dr. Robert Malone started out there, and he wasn't wrong.
4: Our government is out of control on this, and they are lawless. They completely disregard bioethics. They completely disregard the federal common rule, They have broken all the rules that I know of, that I've been trained on for years and years and years. These mandates of an experimental vaccine are explicitly illegal. They are explicitly inconsistent with the Nuremberg Code. They're explicitly inconsistent with the Belmont report. They are flat out illegal and they don't care.
3: They're illegal, they don't care. You can't force someone to do this. You can't force someone to do you can't force someone to do any of these things. But they don't care. And let me pause real quick before I go into the rest of this. And there's a lot here. And I mean a lot here to unpack. Before I go into the rest of this, I want you to understand something. How scared is the system of what Robert Malone said in this interview? Remember, this is the expert's expert. Again, the inventor of mRNA. The inventor of it. So no one knows more than this guy, quite literally. How scared is the system of what this guy had to say? They promptly banned his account on Twitter... And Joe Rogan, who, as you can imagine, he has a huge show, has a gigantic following on YouTube. They took this entire episode and cut it off. Why doesn't the system want you to see what the expert had to say? Shouldn't you be asking yourself that question? I'll tell you what, every one of these clips I play you tonight, I want you to be asking yourself that question constantly. I want it always in the back of your mind. Why don't they want me to see this? Why don't they want me to see the expert talk about mass formation psychosis?
4: From basically European intellectual inquiry into what the heck happened in Germany in the 20s and 30s. You know, very intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad. Um, and how did that happen? Um, the answer is mass formation psychosis. When you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free-floating anxiety in a sense that things don't make sense, we can't understand it, and then their attention gets focused by a leader or a series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis, they literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. And one of the aspects of that phenomena is the people that they identify as their leaders the ones typically that come in and say, you have this pain and I can solve it for you. I and I alone, okay, can fix this problem for you, okay, then they will lead, they will follow that person through, it doesn't matter whether they lie to them or whatever. The data are irrelevant and furthermore, anybody who questions that narrative is to be immediately attacked. They are the other. <clears throat> this is central to mass formation psychosis and this is what has happened. We had all those conditions. If You remember back before, 2019, everybody was complaining, the world doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Um, And we're all isolated from each other, we're all on our little tools, we're not connected socially anymore, except through social media. Um, And then this thing happened, and everybody focused on it. That is how mass formation psychosis happens, and that is what's happened here.
3: that sound familiar at all? You know anyone like that? I know you do, and see that's the sad part about it. But you know, I mean, just just a brief pause on all this before we go on. That's what's really hit home for me as I talk to people, read my emails, just interacting with people daily life. Is how this is, seems to have hit everyone's home in some way. When I ask if you know anyone like this who just bought all in and they just followed blindly, I shouldn't. I shouldn't even ask. I know you do. It might be your spouse. Might be your mom, kid, grandkid, might be a sister, brother, neighbor, cousin. It seems to have happened to so many people that now everyone knows someone like that. Everyone knows someone who bought all in. And it doesn't matter how many lies are exposed and these lies are exposed and those lies are exposed. It it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter. You You can put information right in their face. Look here. Look at it. I'm telling you, here's the truth. It doesn't shake them now. They can't be shaken now. It's a sad state of affairs. And it it really, truly is amazing. People forget about this. People forget about pharmaceutical companies. They forget about their history. And I'm not one of these anti-drug guys. Wait a minute, that sounded bad. I'm not one of these anti-medicine guys. Medicine's wonderful. Medicines have saved millions of lives throughout history. Millions of lives throughout history. So I'm not anti-medicine. But my goodness these pharmaceutical companies have gone absolutely crazy absolutely crazy remember there was that video came out project veritas where they sat down with i believe it was a pfizer guy and said hey we're we're a COVID vaccine company now it's where all the money is look at the stock of these companies look what has happened the doctor had something to say about that too
4: if you buy into the hypothesis that for some reason there are incentives for the government to maintain the state of emergency, um, that is one explanation, given that those declarations are expiring and will have to be re-implemented, because if, if they're not, then all of this emergency use authorization vanishes like dust. So, are you saying,
0: or are you implying that perhaps one of the reasons why they're removing monoclonal antibodies is
4: to enhance the amount of people that are sick? I'm saying it is in the spectrum of the range of possible just the same as the withholding of early treatments is inexplicable. And this is inexplicable in that we know that they're very effective. Pfizer is one of the most criminal pharmaceutical organizations in the world based on their past legal history (coughs) and fines. (coughs) What do those fines include? Bribing physicians. Okay? It is a cost-benefit analysis in the pharmaceutical industry about misbehavior. They are not grounded in the ethical principles that you and I, as average people, believe in. They don't live in that world. As you appropriately point out, they are about profit, return on investment. And furthermore, the overlords that own them, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, etc., these large, massive funds that are completely decoupled from nation states have no moral core. They have no moral purpose. Their only purpose is return on investment.
3: Creepy. No? Something get creeped out yet? Well, let me creep you out some more because I think a lot of people have forgotten about this. I, you, you probably haven't, but I, a lot of people have, and it's important that you remind friends, family, neighbors, whenever you can do it in an appropriate way. Do you remember right after coronavirus hit and the 15 days to slow the spread and all that other stuff? Do you remember there were doctors, and nurses, and scientists who started to come out right out right out of the gates, very, very early. It wasn't like it took months. Very early, they started to come out and they were bringing up alternate forms of treatment, ways to treat coronavirus. And I'm not endorsing any of these because I'm not a doctor or scientist. I couldn't tell you anything about them, but I remember hydroxychloroquine. It was one of the big ones, right? Ivermectin, another, another one of the big ones. Early on, we had seasoned medical professionals who said, hey, 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 hold on. I, I've treated patients, again, not secondhand stuff. I've treated patients with this, and, they, and it got better. They got better. I've treated patients with this, and they got better. And I remember this, and this is why I remember it. I remember how quickly the system viciously attacked these people immediately deleting videos off of youtube censoring twitter accounts we had governors outright saying do not prescribe this oh don't prescribe that and let's let's pause for a moment and think about what that means let's just let's really take in what that means people were dying coronavirus is real We can argue all day long how real, how many people have died from it, so on and so forth. That's fine. We can have these arguments all day long. Those are legitimate arguments. But coronavirus is real, deadly, certainly deadly to old people, definitely to fat people. It's deadly. And the system watched people die with potential treatments available. And instead of saying, okay, well, let's figure out. This doctor's saying he's treating people with it. Let's dig in and... Let's find out. I mean, if that's a potential treatment, let's do it. Instead, it was, no, shut him up, be, silence him, no treatments. silence him. Do you understand what that means? Listen to what Dr. Malone here says, and then let's talk about what that means.
4: Pfizer is one of the most criminal pharmaceutical organizations in the world based on their past legal history and fines. What do those fines include? Bribing Physicians. Okay. It is a cost-benefit analysis in the pharmaceutical industry about misbehavior. They are not grounded in the ethical principles that you and I as average people believe in. They don't live in that world. As you appropriately point out, they are about profit, return on investment. And furthermore, the overlords that own them, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, etc these large, massive funds that are completely decoupled from nation-states have no moral core. They have no moral purpose. Their only purpose is return on investment.
3: Are you ready? We're going to move on in a second. Are you ready to unpack what that means? I mean, let's just say your mom's laying there dying. Somebody watching this, probably many people watching this have lost someone, but so, sorry if this gets too personal, but let's say your mom is laying there has coronavirus, maybe she's an older lady, pre-existing conditions, and she's drowning in her lung fluid. And a doctor comes and says, I have this potential treatment, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, whatever, but again, I'm not an expert on the treatments, but I have this potential treatment. I've treated other people with it. It works. I would like to give it to her. And what if me, the system, what if I say, oh, no, 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 doctor, I'll take that from you. You won't give that to her what does that make me? I would say that makes me evil. And I remember when they did it. And we have many, many, many thousands of Americans who did drown in their own lung fluid who potentially didn't have to. We are ruled by evil people. And now we hear about Omicron all the time. Omicron, Omicron. Well, the doctor had something to say about that too.
4: Then there is with the multiple jabs that are mismatched for the current circulating virus. That's akin to repeatedly taking a flu vaccine from two seasons ago and hoping it's going to protect against this flu. Well,
0: that's one of the more confusing things about this push for people to get boosted now with Omicron because they keep saying with Omicron we need to get. But that's a vaccine escape variant, isn't it?
4: Yeah.
3: Vaccine escape variant. Remember that when you see all this push now. And look, I I could go into all this more censorship, how Pfizer is tied to Twitter. I could go into all of it. We could talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene just got banned from Twitter for talking about COVID information. But let's just all acknowledge where we're at here. I I want to end it really with what we just talked about there. The system, doctors, scientists, big tech, the government. There were potential early treatments available while people were dying And so they could defeat Donald Trump in an election, they denied people those treatments. Have you considered how evil the people are who rule over you? All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. Dr. Malone had something else to say about social credit scores. You're gonna wanna hang on for this. We have Dave Brat on next, and we're gonna play you that and talk to Dave Brat about it. But first, it's enough ugliness. Let's talk about something good. You know what I'm not doing right now? sniffling, coughing, doing all these things, itchy, watery eyes. Do my eyes look red to you? Finally, I have some allergy relief. Maybe you don't suffer from allergies. I do. I do. And so I've always had various air purifiers in the house. None of them have ever come close to my Eden pure thunderstorm. I got one first early on. My sons promptly stole it because it smelled so good in my room. The Eden Pure pulls the smells out of the air. Cats, pets, whatever you got, pulls it out of the air. My son stole it. I loved it so much I promptly bought two more. I own three of them now, keep them all over the house. My house smells wonderful, and I don't have allergies anymore. Even that over-the-counter allergy medication, I threw it away. I don't even own any now, thanks to Eden Pure Thunderstorm. And right now, you can get three of them. They have a deal. my viewers. You can have three of them right now, just like I do. I have one in my son's room, one in my bedroom, one in the living room. If you go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the promo code JESSE, you save $200 on the three-pack of Eden Pure Thunderstorms. EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE. We'll be back.
4: Do you remember back a couple of years ago when you felt sorry for the people in the People's Republic of China because their internet was filtered? They weren't allowed free speech. Their government told them what to do and think, okay? Now here we are, okay? And the next thing that we all feel sorry about, social credit system, okay? Wake up, folks. Wake up. It's coming.
3: joining me now to talk about that and other things our favorite the dean of business at liberty university and of course former congressman dave Bratt. congressman social credit system if i'd said something like that to probably even you like three years ago you'd have said jesse stop being a wing nut." Yep. now yeah doesn't look that far out of bounds does it sir
5: no it it, it does not and uh, this country i taught ethics for 20 years went to seminary 35 years ago and this this whole idea of moral relativism has just crept into our system, uh, intentionally, starting in the Ivy League schools. And uh, it, it, as you go down that road, uh, you you are taught that all cultures are equal, right? So the Chinese who repressed, you know, a million to two million uh, in in concentration camps, uh, reeducation camps, the Uyghurs. Uh, who create a social credit system. It's a giant police state uh, straight out of 1984, Orwell, for real. Uh, And our American CEOs and our tech oligarchs are the ones who help them build and construct that system. And not a word on that, which is just fascinating, right? These are all leftists, by the way, who care about people. Uh, And, you know, so I just want to repeat that, right? All of the, the tech oligarchs who are, are, are constructing that Chinese system are from the US on the left here, and they're all continually messaging about their moral superiority, right? And so, uh, and, and the left somehow wins the moral argument with our young kids that they care and uh, conservatives don't. And so, uh, yeah, it, it's time for the US to wake up. Our messaging has to just get way better. Uh, right now, I'm going to teach a uh, economic course uh, coming up uh, this term, and on the economic side, right there's plenty of uh, the CEOs, et etc. Don't think America is exceptional, and some on the left uh, want to take the U.S. down. And uh, in economics, we're taught that uh, when you analyze, you know, business decisions, you first of all you try to diversify. In most cases, that's finance 101. And then in economics, the supply and demand curves assume you have all information built in, right, all in all pertinent uh, costs, which are not just financial. And so one of those costs might be the idea that as you build up an enemy who is now approaching a 20 trillion dollar economy, China, who also has declared war against you. Uh, who's getting ready, who is already taken over Hong Kong, is getting ready to attack uh, Taiwan. Uh, perhaps you don't want to put all of your eggs, right, all of your supply chains, all your pharmaceuticals, all your medical equipment and drugs over in China uh, for efficiency reasons, right? So our, our great minds at Harvard, right? the Harvard MBAs and all the geniuses have violated every simple maxim of, of, of business finance, of economics, uh, we've overloaded it all. China may be cracking right now as we speak. Uh, their economy, there are signs the real estate market, the credit system, and even the inputs, right like copper uh, to the real estate uh, sector are, are going down in price, not up in price. And so uh, it's going to be interesting times as, as our folks pull their supply chains out out of self-interest just for survival reasons, uh, globalism uh, is going to come to an end, but then then we're we're left with a question: whether we get a violent reaction from China uh, as they're on their way down. They they may need the uh, tail to wag the dog.
3: Good grief. That's it's creepy, and you're not wrong. I, what's what's that old saying? I think we've talked about it before. If goods stop crossing borders, yep. armies will. But we'll, yep. we'll pause on that for just yes. a moment. Right? Could you break this down? Because I realize. I probably need a brief explainer from the dean for me. What is a social credit system? What are you talking about?
5: Well, it's just like uh, when you go out to buy a, a car, right? They uh, they can run a, a credit score on you uh, based on your financial data because they have limited data on us. And you provide some of that data voluntarily in China, Uh, the 5G platforms right now, they have uh, 5G, uh, you know, you put uh, home security cameras in your home. They have them on every street corner. Uh, And the whole 5G premise is you just walk into a store, you don't even need a credit card anymore. It just recognizes your face, uh, charges your credit card, and uh, you're all clear. So the Chinese, uh, in addition to all these financial instruments, are are creating uh, your behavior score, right? Whether you've been good or bad this year, and uh, Santa Claus stuff uh, in China is going to give you either uh, positive incentives or negative incentives. And so, uh, for example, if you're a construction worker in China, you don't wear your hat one day, the, the machines can tell that and they take away social credit points. Uh, if you uh, get really bad and, and message on social media about China, uh, you're unable to get a loan for your house anymore, for your car. Your kid can't go to uh, get higher education anymore. Uh, and they really put the screws uh, to you. And uh, so that's the big state. There's no mystery, right? The CCP. And uh, I get a kick. I brought up moral philosophy. Uh, we need a, We need to get our kids back in ethics because none of this is Chinese, by the way, right? We call this Chinese. Uh, the Chinese had Confucian ethics, Buddhist ethics, et cetera, et cetera, right? Worthy systems that have been around and deserve uh, discussion and debate. Uh, what we're talking about here is Karl Marxian ethics, right? Karl Marx said there's no God, there's no human rights, there's no ethics, there's no higher principles. We're just a bunch of materialist globules. Uh, and that's seriously the depth of his ethical and moral analysis. And that is the group, the CCP, that is running the Chinese people and and uh, has formed this totalitarian surveillance state that is just torturing 1.4 billion people who are made in the image of God. And uh, for the U.S. and our lefty brothers and sisters who used to be liberals, who I admired, they're lost now. They're just lost. They have no ethical system they can name. And it shows.
3: And it does show. Congressman, thank you so much for making us smarter, giving us some time today. I appreciate you, sir. Thank
5: you, Jesse. Great job. Thank you
3: all right january 6th the insurrection well you're about to hear a lot about that this week and we're going to prep you for that here in just a second but what about that holster you wear that sling on your weapon what about improving your game i use northwest retention systems for all my gear and yes, I understand. I'm not much of a design guy. It's just not my thing. I don't care about the color of the walls or the drapes or anything. It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, I know everyone, everyone writes me and says, oh, they have the best designs ever. And yes, their designs are cool. I like that. But I wouldn't care about that if the quality stunk. Their quality is like nothing I've ever seen. Everything is custom made. Custom made and custom made right here in America by Americans. Best gear I've ever owned in my life. Go to nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE and it gets you 10% off.
2: nwretention.com. We'll be back.
3: Buckle up. It's going to be a long, long week. (laughs) You're going to hear so much nonsense about january 6th of this solemn anniversary this week it's just gonna it's gonna make you want to just pound your head but allow me to explain why you're seeing what you're seeing all right because it's not news and i'll go over a couple of things they're already saying here in a minute but let me explain what you're seeing i have a lawyer friend don't judge me okay and in my business occasionally you need a lawyer all right but this one's not my lawyer he's just a friend and he's told me this for years i've known the guy for years he says look He's a trial lawyer and he said, Jesse, in law, if I if I'm defending somebody, because he defends people, he said, if I'm defending somebody and the facts are on my side. uh, Your guy murdered someone at 1005. And my guy has video of him sleeping in his bed at 10 05. He said, Look, if the facts are on my side, I'm gonna go in front of the jury and I'm just gonna pound the facts. What are you talking about? I have video evidence, 1005. It wasn't even there. He said, So if I have the facts, I'll pound the facts as a lawyer. Sometimes you don't have facts, though. Sometimes you just have the truth. Maybe someone was murdered at 10.05. But maybe this guy really was in bed at 10.05. But you don't have video of it. But he was. He was really there. He said, I'll just pound that. My guy was sound asleep. He couldn't have even killed that guy. 10.05. So if I have the facts, I'll pound the facts. If I have the truth, I'll pound the truth. And the conversation always eventually gets to, okay, well, what if you don't have any of those things? what if maybe he did it he said but then i pound the table this is an outrage racism sexism this is crazy just get really really loud make a lot of noise what you're going to see this week is a lot of pounding the table and you're going to see it for a reason i want you to understand why you're seeing it joe biden is obviously has been a disaster as a president and that's not just me the country feels that way. We have approval number after approval number after approval number. This presidency is in utter disarray. The country is disgusted with it. The only person they're more disgusted with than Joe Biden is Kamala Harris. Right now, Democrats already have their eyes on November. Midterms are coming. November is right around the corner. They're worried about the bloodbath that might take place during the midterms. Well, if you're Democrats, that sucks, right? They want to hang on to power. What do you have? nothing they're not above water on any issue right now with the american people you name it afghanistan inflation a border anything the american people are unhappy with democrats universally right now in this country so what are you going to do i mean you don't have the facts you don't have the truth there's no video there's a, you don't have anything you're going to pound the table what are you going to see this week with all this nonsense new york times is already running a piece out there every day is january 6th now you're going to see a lot of pounding of the table this week as the democratic party attempts to take the narrative right now that joe biden's a disaster and we need to get republicans back in and everything sucks and everything democrats are doing sucks democratic party knows that's what the country sees right now they're going to try to move it and there's going to be a ton of it it's already ramping up it's the third it's not even the sixth yet you will see an entire week of this in fact. Mr. Producer, I just had an idea. Let's give everyone a little update every day now as the ramp-up continues on the newest articles, the newest news pieces out there. This will be not a day-long thing. This will be a week-long thing. They're going to do their best to try to get your focus off of the price you're paying at the pump off of illegal immigration, off of Afghanistan, off of all of it, they're going to try to shift you and focus on January 6th. And it's not because they actually care about January 6th or because there was almost a coup and the country was almost lost. It's it's not because of any of that. It's simply because they don't have the facts and they don't have the truth. So they're pounding the table. talk to Scott Hounsel of Red State about that next.
1: january 6th oh what a dark
3: day <laughs> where, the, where some lunatic in horns walked into the Capitol and snapped a couple selfies and we're supposed to believe as we commemorate this solemn day this week that the government almost fell well scott hounsel our friend scott hounsel has been outstanding on this for a long long time obviously with red state scott first and foremost you know more about this than most people what actually happened on january 6th because all people see are the highlights People see what the media wants them to see. It's never
0: about the full story. And that's the thing that I've been trying to get through from the beginning of this. Literally the day after January 6th, I was FOIA requesting the video of all the Capitol Hill cameras from those days. I was denied by Pelosi's office. They've never wanted to tell the full story. This has always been about creating a narrative. This does not excuse the riotous behavior of those that destroyed property or assaulted police officers or any of the rest of that. What this is, is a quest to determine what really happened that day. And the Democrats and, uh, you know, the media have been on the quest to pin this on Trump, even though Trump told people to be, po- to be polite, to be nonviolent. Uh, you know, they, they, this is a quest to pin this on Republicans, because going into 2022, January 6th was really unpopular. So this is not an, an attempt to go back and say, look how bad the Republicans have been. Do you want to put them back in power?
3: Scott, do you think this might be them flailing a little bit as well? Because you just mentioned it it worked for them before. People didn't like it. It, It's not exactly news. Joe Biden's not popular. There aren't a lot of wins for them to grab a hold of right now. So do you think this might just be them trying to shift the public's focus? Because that's what I think.
0: Obviously, I think that that's the the exact... I mean, if if anything, in Virginia, what what we saw happen in Virginia, what we almost saw happen in all places, New Jersey, was that people are tired of the left's continuous... Assault on the truth. And when they go out and they say stuff like Republicans are all racist or that they're all white supremacists and even have to go to the lengths of faking attacks in order to make it look that way, uh, that people start, the voters particularly start to wake up and doing this. If anything, that showed that 2022 is going to be a bloodbath for Democrats. It's going to be a very bad time. So they're trying to use January 6 as a way to combat that, I think. I think they're trying to say, well, like, look, This is what happened the last time Republicans were in charge. Look what's going to happen again if Republicans are in charge, even though we don't know the full truth because they won't let it out in the first place.
3: Scott, what do we believe, what are we supposed to believe about Fed involvement in January 6th? Obviously, I see a lot of the same things you see. I don't know. I wasn't there. I, I, I don't know. It sure looks bad. It looks like they were involved in some level, but I don't know. What do you believe about it?
0: I believe that the lack of transparency on this issue speaks volumes to my, to me personally. I mean, if you look at it from the point of view of if you're asking questions and they're not willing to give you the answers or they're shielding the people that you want questions from, from providing the answers, as they've done with numerous, quote unquote, FBI informants about regarding, uh, regarding January 6th, it starts to raise a lot of questions as to just how much of this is the complete truth or how much of it is... A narrative And until they're willing to be fully transparent, light and, 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 and transparency exposes all the good and the bad. And instead, they just want the bad. They don't want to go in and say, "Well, maybe there's incitement here." or maybe there was, there was involvement uh, by the Feds here." Uh, you know, we look at it from the point of view as they had more troops securing uh, D.C. in the days after January 6th than they did securing Afghanistan in the, in the hours before the pullout. This, this, is, this is a, a, a narrative-building issue. This is about creating this idea that Republicans were insurrectionists, that they were, that they were against what the United States stands for. When in reality, if you look at every single constitutional protection, which were granted, the Dems have been trying to trample on every single one of them over the course of the last decade. So it just goes to show that they're trying to make us look anti-American, they're trying to make us look like insurrectionists, and it's just not sticking.
3: Speaking of trampling on things, it's it's the big news out there right now. The Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Green got axed from Twitter for COVID stuff. And I read that's really what I want to focus, not necessarily on her or censorship, but on the COVID stuff. Big tech censors people for vaccines and COVID information all the time. But Scott. The information's constantly changing. I mean, the approved message from the system was vaccines will keep you from getting coronavirus. It'll keep you from spreading coronavirus. We, of course, now know that's wrong. The vaccines will definitely save this and save that. And you won't need a booster. Now you have to get a booster. The truth is always changing, Scott. And pardon me if I'm not a little bit creeped out at this point in time how big tech seems to either control it or go along with it. It, it, to me, it goes along with the
0: fact that they're not interested in the truth. They're interested in a narrative. And that has always been my argument from the very beginning. If they were interested in the truth, they'd be interested in all facts considering this. When I started originally reporting on uh, COVID origins, I was told that I couldn't report on it, that if we did, we risked losing our ability to uh, spread our message on social media at Red State. So we very much held our breath. And then, of course, when Rand Paul started hitting on it, that kind of opened the door a little bit. And then even the mainstream media reporting on it, months after I reported on it in June and July, uh, are suddenly reporting it in in September October to show this. And suddenly it's now okay to talk about it. I literally wrote about this at Red State. Is it okay that we talk about this now? Because your chosen uh, conduits of media have decided that this is okay to talk about. Now we can say things about it. It goes to COVID data. None of the data that they're suggesting, uh, you know, backs up their "quote unquote" science. Does I do data for a living? This is all I look at all day long. And when they go out and they say that Omicron, that vaccines are effective against Omicron, there is no data. And I repeat, no data to suggest that vaccines are effective against Omicron, not against transmission, and not against reducing either hospitalization or, hospitalizations or deaths. There is none. They tell you that there is, but when you ask them to reveal it, they say that that is private information for the vaccine companies, which, by the way, they're trying to lock up access to until 2076. So we're talking about a a genuine effort to reduce transparency, as we've been talking about, and control the narrative. It has never been about truth, and truth is an absolute. It does not change. Science changes, but truth does not. And when you go into the fact that you talk about where these vaccines, like, you know, the, the testing phases of it? Whether or not anyone, if I got the vaccine and I got sick, who do I sue? Who accepts liability? Not the government. And, the, and, and Pfizer and Moderna have been, uh, have been immunized against, uh, against uh, lawsuits. So at this point, there just seems to be so much cover-up, lack of transparency, lack of honesty, that I just can't get behind any, any at this point, any mandate uh, to um, at all.
3: Scott Hounsel, everybody. Scott, thank you for what you do at Red State. Appreciate you, bud.
0: Thanks, man. Have a good day. All
3: right. I just got back from vacation, and apparently there were some allegations that I was under fire on vacation. I I need to uh, address those allegations. Coming up next. I was on vacation. I was down on the beach in Florida. That's week, That's where I was. And I got a kick out of this. <laughs> uh, Yahoo ran some article on the front page of Yahoo. You know, big left-wing news site. They ran some front page about how I was under fire. You remember that? I played the interview I did on Tucker Carlson about how we need a bloodthirsty military. We got to get all this, all this social justice, woke nonsense out of the military. You remember the whole thing. All the communists got mad. Even the communists in China got mad at me about the whole thing. But I was, of course, right. But I really got a kick out of this article for this reason. I'm under fire. I'm under fire. We are disadvantaged a lot when it comes to facing the communists because they're so committed. We've talked about it a lot. It's their religion. It's not your religion. It's not my religion. We don't worship it. They they do. They live and die for it. That's a disadvantage. Their disadvantage, though, too, and this is why. This is what I mean. I'm under fire. From who? You see, these people... Because they never have to be confronted with right-wing opinions. They live, work, and worship. Well, they don't worship, but they live and work in these super blue areas. They consume only super left-wing nonsense. They listen to it. The movies they watch are all tailored for them. Everything in their lives is communism. So something happens. I give an interview on Tucker, and it makes the communists mad. Well, it'll make one communist mad. And then his buddies will get in on it and they'll be really mad. And then soon they're all getting really mad about it and they're all sharing the same video and it's it's going across Reddit. I I was heard it was on Reddit and they're spreading it all across. Look at this nut job. Look at this idiot. And soon in this guy's mind, 90,000 people hate Jesse Kelly. He's under fire. Well, I want to show you just a little picture of how under fire I truly was. That's me on a lawn chair asleep yes in case you're wondering that is a picture of myself on my t-shirt you see they exist only in their world i'm not under fire nothing made my vacation sweeter than knowing communists were mad and look shout out to the first i'm not under fire because they don't care when communists get mad at me they love when communists get mad at me i'm not under fire My boss texted me and said, this is fantastic. You're never going to make me under fire, communists, because, well, let me see. I want to put this nicely. I hate you. When you're mad at me, that's a joy for me. And if you say, yeah, but we're all mad. Yeah, but that only makes me more joyful. I hate you and your miserable, demonic, evil, murderous worldview. I think it's a disgusting virus on this earth. And anything I can do to make you hate me brings me joy. The day I die, whether that's tomorrow or 80 years from now, I want you to throw parades in the streets because you're so happy I'm gone. That will make my day as I look down in heaven and laugh at all of you. That's my dream. I want you to hate me. All right.